Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Week 10 NFL Player Prop Show. My name is Dylan Bird here once again on Sal Vetri's YouTube channel. The season is flying by. I cannot believe that we are in double digit weeks already. The season, I mean, this happens every single year. The season always seems to fly by. That being said, I'm really, really excited for the props this week. Went four and four last week, which means that I am 15 and nine in the last three weeks on prop bets. So doing pretty well overall the last few weeks. So looking forward to these props. So just to go over the props from last week, we hit on Stefan Diggs over receptions, Patrick Mahomes over passing yards, Justin Herbert over passing yards, and Damian Harris over rushing yards. We missed on Tyler Lockett over receptions. He went under. Brandon Cooks over receptions. He also went under. James Conner over rushing yards. I'm not really sure what that was. James Conner's over rushing yards against the Cowboys was in the 70s. I picked him to go over, and he got like 20 rushing yards against the Dallas Cowboys defense last week. So that was a complete disaster. And then I picked Sam Darnold on Monday night to go under passing yards. Turns out that he ended up being out, and Joe Flacco played. I would have given you Joe Flacco anyway to go under, and he went what would have been over for his props. So I'll count that as a loss, even though I picked Sam Darnold. I would have gone with Joe Flacco as well. So 4-4 four and four last week, 15-9 and nine the last three weeks. Let's continue to get better and increase that going forward. So just before we get into our props here, just wanted to remind you that you could follow me on Twitter at sports underscore bird. If you don't already, be sure to smash the like button on this video and be sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. It really helps me out. It really helps Sal out. In addition, I have my own YouTube channel called Sportsbird. That's a B-U-R-D if you don't know how to spell my last name. And in addition, this is a channel that I just found it earlier this fall. I do my waiver wire picks every single Tuesday and my college football betting picks every single Friday. So there will be another video with college football picks out today for this upcoming weekend, despite the fact that a million college games have been getting canceled left and right for this weekend. Also looking to add a little bit more to that channel. I did do a master show instead of the waiver wire show this week. So, you know, big golf week. So just had to get a master show in there. I am a huge golf fan. So that was a lot of fun to do for sure. So yeah, like, subscribe, do everything I just said. And just a reminder that all the player props that we are talking about today are from Monkey Knife Fight, the sponsor of the Week 10 NFL Player Props show. You can go on to Monkey Knife Fight and they'll match your deposit 100% up to $50 with the promo code VETRI, V-E-T-R-I. If you love prop betting, Monkey Knife Fight is a great place to take advantage of this great deposit bonus. Now let's get started. The first player prop that we are going to talk about today is Terry McLaurin's reception prop, which is at over under five and a half. So Washington, the Washington football team, they come in with a 36% pass blocking advantage this week. That's actually tied for the highest in the NFL in week 10. Now, in addition, Terry McLaurin also comes in with a 47% matchup advantage against Desmond Trufant, corner of the Detroit Lions. That's the highest in the NFL this week, that matchup advantage, according to Pro Football Focus. In addition, the Lions are horrific against the pass. They rank 30th in coverage, according to Pro Football Focus. They also allow a ton of passing yards each week to their opponent. Now, Alex Smith will be the starting quarterback this week, as Kyle Allen did get hurt with that dislocated ankle last week against the Giants. That was a pretty brutal injury to watch, but now Alex Smith is in a quarterback. Absolutely great story, by the way. I'm very happy that Alex Smith is recovered and playing football again. 
truly incredible that that was able to happen. But that being said, Alex Smith and Terry McLaurin gelled really, really well last week. McLaurin had seven receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown against the Giants. And McLaurin's actually had seven receptions in each of the last three games, so he obviously would have hit this five and a half over each time. I like McLaurin to go over five and a half receptions in this game. I just think the matchup is pretty easy for him, and it seems like Alex Smith really got things together last week, was passing very well, through for over 300 yards, whereas earlier in the season when he had to jump in a game, it looked like he was struggling a bit in his first game back. Now he seems to be settled in, playing well, so Terry McLaurin over five and a half receptions in this game. So for our second and third player props this week, we're doing something a little bit different. Haven't done it yet since I started this player prop show. We're taking two player props for the same player, and that is Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams reception prop, which is at six and a half, and then Devontae Adams receiving yards prop, which is at 88 and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm doing both of these props. Haven't done two props in a single week for a single player yet this season, but let's talk about what we're going to do here. So Devontae Adams comes in with a 19% matchup advantage, according to Pro Football Focus, against corner Sidney Jones. Adams has just been absolutely ridiculous these last few weeks. He's playing like he's the best receiver in the NFL. And honestly, I would probably consider him for sure right up there, maybe top two. But I think that he is the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. The last three weeks, he had... 13 catches for 196 yards and two touchdowns against the Houston Texans. That was three weeks ago at this point. Then the week after that, seven for 53 receiving and three touchdowns against Minnesota. And then 10 for 173 and a touchdown against the 49ers last Thursday night. He's been on a tear like we've seen no other receiver do this year. And honestly, we've seen no receiver do this in quite some time. The Packers also come into this game with a 25% pass blocking advantage this week and just for some other stats here Jacksonville ranks 28th in opponent passing yards per game at 280 flat also Jaguars rank 28th in coverage according to pro football focus so I'm here to say hammer 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 Devontae Adams overs both over six and a half receptions and over 88 and a half receiving yards in this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars I think he'll hit these pretty easily. Now my only concern were to be if this was a blowout early and the Packers just stopped passing, but I don't think that'll be the case. I think Jacksonville will kind of stay competitive in this game. They will probably lose by around 10, but I think they'll stay competitive enough where the Packers will throw enough where Adams easily hits both of these player props. And our fourth player prop that we're going to talk about today, we are sticking in this Green Bay Jacksonville game, and we're going to talk about DJ Chark's receiving yards prop at 64.5. DJ Chark in this game is going to match up with Packers corner Jair Alexander, who has presented major problems for any receiver that he has faced this year. He's pretty much shut everyone down. And Chark, according to Pro Football Focus, has a minus 40% matchup advantage against Jair Alexander. That's something that you don't see every day. Minus 40% for a receiver that's ranked pretty pretty well, pretty highly by Pro Football Focus. And it doesn't matter that because he's facing Jair Alexander, he's at that much of a disadvantage. Now, Green Bay is very solid against the pass. They're in the top half of the league. They rank 15th in coverage, according to Pro Football Focus, and they're also 13th in opposing passing yards per game at 234.4. Now, last week, quarterback Jake Luden, who was it was a backup to Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville, he, he started last week because of a Minshew injury, and he will start again this week due to that same Minshew injury. 
And Luton played well. He threw for over 300 passing yards, but it was against the Houston Texans. Uh, the defense for the Houston Texans is absolutely horrible, especially the pass defense. And this is a whole nother level, you know, going into Lambeau Field for Jake Luton. Um, I think Luton struggles a lot more this week. And Jacksonville also has a minus 22% pass blocking advantage in this game. He will struggle. And DJ Chark, it's not like he's been that great this year. He's had his games, but he's only hit this over 64 and a half number three out of his seven games he's hit the under four out of seven of them I think that DJ Chark due to the tough matchup of Jair Alexander and due to Jake Luden the quarterback I think he hits his under 64.5 receiving yards in this game the fifth player prop that we are going to talk about today is Justin Herbert's passing yards prop which is at 275.5 against the Miami Dolphins so first off Justin Herbert is a guy that I have spoken about a ton. He's been electric to watch. He's extremely good. Like this quarterback class is going to be great between Herbert and Burrow and Tua. These guys could really, really play. And Herbert has been a joy to watch every week. He's actually gone over 275.5 passing yards in every single game that he's played this year in all seven, except for one. And that he had 264 passing yards. So he was close to doing it that one time that he didn't. And it's honestly disrespect that his passing yards prop continues to be around this 275 range every single week. I have bet on it multiple times this year, and it's hit. And look, if they're not going to move his passing yards prop up due to pass results, I'm just going to take advantage of that. He had 326 passing yards last week, and it was the fourth time that he's gone over 300 passing yards this year in his seven games played. Now, Miami's defense is pretty good. But if there's one weak spot in their defense, the passing defense isn't great in terms of just the yardage they allowed. Miami allows 252.5 passing yards per game and ranks 24th in coverage according to Pro Football Focus. So as a result, I think that Herbert will be able to continue what he's been able to do against every other defense in the league pretty much. And he will go over 275.5 passing yards in this game. Our sixth player prop that we are going to talk about today is Cooper Cup's receiving yards prop, which is at 71 and a half. So let's just start off here by saying that Seattle has the worst passing defense I think I've ever seen in this league. And I mean, I, look, the Cowboys have been pretty bad against the pass this year. What Seattle is doing does not come remotely close to anything I've seen in recent memory. And that's not even an exaggeration. They're last in the league in opponent passing yards per game, and it's not remotely close. They're allowing 362.1 passing yards per game. Just think about that. This is not a fluke anymore. I mean, we're already nine weeks into the season, and this is still the average amount of passing yards they give up per game. They allowed Josh Allen to absolutely carve him up last week. Allen threw for around 415 yards against them. It's the worst passing defense in the NFL. I ultimately think that that's what's going to hold Seattle back from possibly winning a Super Bowl this year, even though Russell Wilson is having an MVP season. So also, one thing to mention here in this matchup between Cooper Cup and the Seattle Seahawks, Cooper Cup comes in with the second highest matchup advantage of all wide receivers. According to Pro Football Focus this week, he matches up against DJ Reed Jr. of the Seattle Seahawks and has a 38% matchup advantage. In the Rams' last game against the Miami Dolphins, Cooper Cup had an astounding 21 targets, which is absurd. 11 receptions for 110 yards. I think he continues his target spree. I think he goes absolutely off this week against Seattle's awful passing defense, and I think he goes over 71 and a half receiving yards 
in this game. Our seventh player prop that we're going to talk about today is Brandon Ayuk's receptions prop, which is at three and a half. So in Brandon Ayuk's last two games, now just remember, he missed last game against the Packers because he was on the COVID list. So that became the Richie James game real quick. Richie James going absolutely off. Credit to him. That was awesome. But Brandon Ayuk, last two games, so that was the two weeks before last game, he has combined for 14 receptions on 17 targets. So he's seeing a bunch of targets and he's seeing a bunch of receptions. And yes, I know Debo Samuel was not there for about a game and a half of that, but I still think that Ayuk is emerging as a top target for this offense. I mean, he fits perfectly to that offense that Kyle Shanahan loves to run. And I think that the 49ers, they are playing the Saints. I think they're going to be trailing for a large portion of this game. And I think that they're going to have to throw a lot. Now, Debo Samuel is questionable in this game. So we'll have to see whether Ayuk is going to get more targets because Samuel's out or, you know, Samuel's going to play and Ayuk will get less. Regardless, I think this is a pretty low line for his receptions prop, especially with the recent production. So whether Debo Samuel plays or not, it will not change my mind on this pick that I'm going to make here. Now, Ayuk matches up with Marshawn Lattimore, which I know Lattimore is a big name, but he hasn't been great this year. And pro football focus, they do hold Ayuk in high regard. And Ayuk actually has a 14% matchup advantage against Marshawn Lattimore. I ultimately just think that three and a half is way too low of a number for Ayuk the way he's been playing. And I think that he goes over three and a half receptions in this game against the New Orleans Saints. The last player prop that we're going to talk about today, we head to Monday Night Football where we look at Kirk Cousins passing yards line, which is at 235 and a half against the Chicago Bears. Interesting game there. We have NFC North matchup Vikings Bears on Monday night. And first, let's just talk about the Bears defense. They're extremely good. And the Bears are extremely good as well against the pass. They rank 7th in opponent passing yards allowed per game at 218.2. In addition, the Bears defense ranks 6th in pass rush. So expect Kirk Cousins to be under pressure all night. Especially with the minus 53% pass blocking advantage that the Vikings face against the Bears this week. The offensive line is going to be in major trouble against that front 7. And that pass blocking advantage, minus 53%, that's pretty awful. Now, Kirk Cousins doesn't throw a lot at all. He throws, in terms of attempts per game, he throws one of the least out of any quarterback in the NFL. He's only averaging 26.1 attempts per game, and his total of 209 passing attempts on the season ranks 26th in the NFL. So the Vikings, they don't really feel comfortable with Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. I mean, why would they the way he's been playing this year? Um... But yeah, Kirk Cousins doesn't throw the ball that much in general. He's also only averaging 231.9 passing yards on the year. And if we're looking at a Bears defense that's only allowing 218.2 passing yards per game, I mean, just look at the amount of yards that opposing quarterbacks have put up against the Bears. We had last week, Ryan Tannehill only at 158 against the Bears. The week before, Breeze had 280. The week before, Goff had 220. The week before, Bridgewater had 216. And the week before, Brady had 253. So even, you know, quarterbacks like Brady and Breeze, they're only getting mid to high 200s against the Bears. And also that game with the Saints for Breeze went into overtime. So his yardage was a bit inflated in that game. Look, I just don't think there's any way that Kirk Cousins gets to 235 and a half passing yards, especially with the with him just not throwing a lot. The Vikings have just been running the ball with Dalvin Cook and every single game. And that's how they've been winning football games. They have not been relying on Kirk Cousins. He doesn't throw the ball that much, and it's an extremely tough matchup against the Bears. So I think Kirk Cousins goes under 235.5 
passing yards in this game on Monday night. And that's a wrap for this week's NFL Player Props show. There were a few more player props that I considered adding, but the lines aren't available yet. I have some kind of ideas of stuff I want to do, specifically in the Cardinals-Bills game, but the props were not available yet on Monkey Knife Fight. So be sure to be following me on Twitter, at sports underscore bird, and I will be possibly releasing some picks prior to the games at 1 o'clock on Sunday, also possibly prior to the 4 o'clock games, and possibly prior to the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. Anytime I want to add props, I will tweet it out, so be sure to be following me there. And just a reminder to smash the like button if you haven't already. Be sure to subscribe to this channel. It really helps me out. It really helps Sal out. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sportsbird. The link is below in the description to that, so be sure to do that as well. Goodbye, everyone, and good luck with your prop bets this week.